0: Against All Odds is presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. There's no better place to make every moment more than with FanDuel. It has great odds and markets for MLB, NFL, PGA Tour, and so much more. Awesome new and existing user promotions. It's America's number one sportsbook because it's easy to use, because it's safe and secure, and because you get your winnings fast. Now, winnings are delivered in as quick as two hours, and it's fun to combine multiple bets from the same game into a same game parlay. Hey, I gave you a winner on Monday. Discover the most popular same game parlays each day right when you log in. If you're new, just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to get started now. Sign up with promo code against a lot so they know I sent you now. Take it away, mighty, mighty boss tones.
1: Against the odds, part of the
0: Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you on a Wednesday. Spaghetti and meatballs. Fiddling with the knob, baby face. Joel Solomon producing this mess, and joining me as always on this very pleasant Wednesday. My wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, a degenerate trifecta. Harry, brother Bry, Darren, the Parlay hey, kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal?
2: How you doing, Sal?
0: What's going on, buddy? I'm doing all right. So far, Mets up four nothing in the in the rubber match here against the Braves. What is this? Top of the fifth. All right, two out. Doing a good job. Bassett keeping things in check. Uh yesterday, not so good. By the way, by the time you listen to this, the Mets will have 113 nothing. I know I already jinxed it. We'll get we'll get to jinxes in a second. Uh they lost four one. Yeah, you know, I rarely say you, these days that they kept the pitcher in too long, but I knew that was the case with Peterson last time. Monster. Foul balls allowed, and then the 105th pitch, a home run to Greg Olson. But anyway, uh, Mets back to one and a half, hopefully two and a half. By the time you listen to this, they'll be in front. Now, I was out to dinner last night, Parlay Kid, so I wasn't really following. Now, we all had the Yankees on some kind of Parlay. They're up three nothing in the ninth, and I take a look at our group text quickly at the Reds Yanks recap, and Parlay Kid says, Well, I had the Yanks minus two and a half. That's done. And so I was like, all right, well, shit, that sucks, but they'll win 3-1. And I put my phone down, and at four minutes left, there's like two dozen texts. I'm like, oh, they lost this goddamn game, didn't they? They lost, I just knew it. 4-3, what the hell happened? What
1: happened there? You know, Holmes had a meltdown. It was his first one of the year. It's going to happen once in a while. Um, Yeah, I love when Harry uses, like, he gets so mad, he's like, Yanks are scumbags. This is what the techs say, right? What yeah. dirtbags, scumbags, whatever mm. word he can, anything with bags in it he's using.
2: Right. Um, Whenever I take the Yankees, man. God oh. damn it. <laughs> they have like 90 <laughs> wins, Honestly. Harry. What are you talking about?
3: Yeah. Uh, he, uh, the right. game's
2: over 500, but when I take.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, let us know. It was a spite pack. Spite pack. Yeah, yeah. They spite it. It was,
1: right a, it was here.
0: A, tough, yeah.
1: a tough one to watch because. Holmes was just, it was all over the place last night. Uh, they put Peralta in. He comes in, gets two guys, uh, two force outs out at the plate. Um, it, feeling mm. good. Three, two, two strikes on uh, uh, India. And uh, he kind of dumps one into right center. The Yanks go down four, three. And I, I don't even know. What, what's, she the, what's the
0: live line there, Bri? Three, two, down to the last strike. The runner's on, but down mm. a run. Or I mean, even three, one. I mean, it probably was worse. I don't know. Yeah, it's hard to figure to out. 15 to 1?
4: Yeah, because, well, I guess a hit, you know, they'd take the lead probably there. So Right. Um, yeah. Yeah, maybe like 7 or 8 to 1. Although, to going into that inning, up 3 nothing with Holmes coming in, who's been mm-hmm. dynamite, I mean, had to be, I don't know, the Yankees had to be at, uh, if you could find a live line, they were probably like minus 7,500 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's crazy. A,
2: I saw the Yankees the last 49 times heading into the ninth with the lead were 49 and Oh, and they were, yeah. up, they were up one nothing. They were up three nothing and oh, Yeah,
0: that was gross. I'm sorry, parlay kid, but you ever see that when you get like 2010, like, Oh man, I don't even have to look at uh, the action app or the ESPN oh, yeah. scores. Like I, I know this, they lost this game. They blew it. Uh,
3: yeah. All so the time. not a good day. I think,
0: that's right. For the New York teams, but the Mets, uh, have uh, uh, Now I'm jinxing this. They uh, seem to be in control of this. Hey, we have uh, Paul Kohler's coming up, our, our good friend, the Dutch MOOC, all and everything golf with Paul Kohler's. So he's going to help us preview the British Open. Uh, actually, it used to be the British Open. It's now just the Open, right? And it's in Scotland, so the that makes Open. sense. Why did, why did they call it? It's the Open Championship, right, Harry? Why did they call it the yeah. British Open for so long? It's been played in Scotland dozens of times.
2: You're right. Good question. I don't know. And just recently, I want to say it's been like three years now, maybe, where they just call it the open now, I guess. But I guess that's the way they like to do it now. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's
0: uh we'll have to take a look. It's a it's a longer course, right? I think it's like seventy three hundred yards, St. Andrews Link called the old course. And the scores, Brian, like sixteen under is the average, I think, since two thousand. So I don't know, uh, I don't know what happened. I, I don't know. It just seems like we'll go with the better golfers. Rory's 10 to one Xander's 14 to one speed, 15 to one and so on and so forth. Mm. We'll talk about that with cohorts in a few minutes. Let's give you a baseball pick uh, each day. You get a pick from these guys, extrapoints.com, a free one. They may give it out right here, or they may give you another one. I'm going Phillies over blue Jays here. Um, uh, there's a close one last night. The Jays took it four three, both teams, 46 and 42, but I have Zach Wheeler on the mound former Met, uh, coming off back-to-back scoreless efforts, both seven innings. He owns a 1.56 ERA since May 18th, and he was snubbed. Didn't make the All-Star team. When they asked him about it, he says it is what it is. So you know he's furious. I mean, you don't get angrier than that when you say it is what it is. But Toronto, before yesterday, lost 9 out of 10. They had Monday off, so maybe they relaxed. I think they go back to their losing ways. Phillies, even odds. Over the Blue Jays, Parlay Kid. What do you like for uh, Tuesday, uh, Wednesday sleep?
1: Yeah, well, I was going to stick with my EP pick uh, today mm-hmm. with uh, Tony Gonsolin, right, with the Dodgers uh, again because I just keep winning with him. But Sal, we're going to roll with the Padres tonight at minus one and a half. Uh, you know what they got on the mountain, Sal?
0: Who's well, that? Who's today?
1: Joey Musgrove. Joey Musgrove. Oh uh, yeah has been. Yeah. Do we even know? Do these are guys like I think the average fan probably has no idea who these guys are, right? Like, oh, you uh-huh. go Joey Musgrove. Let me uh, let me look at his numbers. This guy's been fantastic all year. Um, and uh, look, the Padres—they've they've kind of fallen off a little bit after having a really nice uh, resurgence, but they're right in the mix here in the Central West. It's a, a game they need to win. Uh, they're swinging the bats okay. Musgrove has just been dynamite start up to start, and I've just been rolling with. When there's a when there's an obvious pitching matchup, I've been rolling with it. It's been hitting more times than not. Yesterday, I went with Cole that looked great until the end. And uh, <laughs> Harry Harry Webb that was how that easy was that? That only counts like four how? losses. What was I know. Minus of, cor- course got, yeah. of course, we it got of course we got the Yankees
2: with the Giants when they couldn't win any easier. Thirteen 0 Right. It's
1: of course yes. And uh, wow. Musgrove's been great. He's only given up more than three runs in one, in one start in his last like twelve starts. It's been fantastic. So let's we'll let's roll, roll with some the my, pods tonight.
0: Some of my terrible uh, preseason bets, but the Padres under win Minus totals, one and a half, one, by the way.
1: Minus one and oh, a half. Oh, minus
0: I one and a half. Take. Okay.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I think I yeah. Went, Every
0: – I think I went Padres under 89 and a half wins, and uh, I'm going to get slaughtered there, right? Where are they now already? Yeah. They have
1: – What did we say they are? Though. I'm looking right now. Wait, um, hold on. That where could are come around? back to the pack.
0: Yeah. 49 and a half. I, mean, I can't I can't even see him. Yeah. 50, oh, they're, wins. 50 uh, they're 50. Yeah. All right. So 89.5. They've played. You know, this is a lot. Some of these teams are gonna have like 93 games going all into right. the all-star games. Mm-hmm. Th- this is a this is late for this. So all right, maybe yeah, maybe I'm slightly off pace there, but uh I'll root for you tonight, probably
2: kid. Padres uh minus one and a half. All it. right, Harry, give us your pick. I'm also gonna do a minus one and a half. I'm taking the Rays minus one and a half against the Red Sox, getting plus money. At plus 112, with as of right now, the Cy Young winner in Shane McClanahan. 12 straight starts, 12 straight for this guy. Two earned runs or less. Yep. And he's killed the AL East this year. In 36 uh-huh. innings versus the AL East, he's got just six, given up just six earned runs. He beat Boston in his earlier start this season, went seven innings, just two earned runs. And John Wachowski for Boston, 0-2 versus the AL East this year. And last start against the Yankees, he got roughed up, gave up six earned runs. Give me the raise, minus one and a half at plus money. Mm.
0: And Klanahan, right now, you're right, he's favored, plus 250. Verlander right there for the AL Cy Young, plus 270. Cole making his way at plus 850, but I don't know. Might be uh, might be too little too late. Wasted yeah, we'll start for Cole like last
2: night. Wasted. Wasted, Dan. Yeah, that sucked. That oh, should have been so a win. So wasted.
0: Uh, all right, brother Bri. Actually, Harry, you wanna you wanna, I don't know, you wanna
2: applaud the AL East for having a all t- their, well, I would, all yeah, teams I mean, over
0: five hundred now?
2: You look at the you look at these records, and we we always say who has the best record, uh, best division in football. Usually it's the NFC West. This year it might mm-hmm. be the AFC West, but in baseball, every team in the AL East now that well, Baltimore has been red hot, uh winners of nine in a row, mm-hmm. everybody in the AL East is at five hundred or higher. Everybody all every other division. Is at least 10 or 20 or even 30 games behind with the last place team. Pretty good for the American League East.
0: 30. Yeah,
2: all right. Oh, well, I mean, this is something the poly
0: kid has to interject. And we're like, all right, shut up about your Yankees and then the best division. I don't know why you have to bring this up, but
2: all right, that's fine. <laughs> I thought it was an interesting. And plus, we're getting into the All Star break. Seattle, Baltimore, and the Reds. Seattle, Baltimore, Reds have won 23 games in a row combined.
3: Pretty
4: soon. Is that right? Wow! Yeah, Wow! Yeah. Insanity, insanity! All right, Brian, what's your pick of the day? Yeah, I'm going with my EP pick. So I originally, uh, last week was tough. I lost six straight EP picks. Now I've won, I've won four straight. So I'm getting hot again, um, but not as hot as the Orioles. So the Orioles have won nine straight. It's amazing. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense yeah. to think that they're a 500 team when you look at their. I mean, maybe you'll know a few guys in their lineup, but you look at the pitching staff. I never heard of any of these guys for the most part, but they're pitching back of the wild. Yeah. Though. I know their pitching has been really good. And then they go against the Cubs team. Who's lost five straight. They've stunk at home. So you got to ride mm-hmm. with the hot. You got to ride with the hot team here. And they, the Orioles now yep. jumped up to plus plus one twenty in this game. I have no idea why, uh, especially, wow. you know how these things go, right? It's like, they go and wave so if you ride a hot team you ride it, you go against a bad team and in this matchup you have that going on so you got it you got to take the Orioles here and plus Watkins has been good for them now three straight three straight starts been really good for them um so yeah I'm surprised you're getting I that mean that is get, weird plus surprised 120 surprised you getting plus 120 they just they're not giving any credit to the Orioles yet. yeah i guess some smart
0: money coming in on the cubs all right so uh, extrapoints.com that's where you get those guys picks every single day uh what did i say i like the phillies uh the parlay kid likes the padres minus a run and half harry who do you like uh brother bry likes the orioles who'd you say raise 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 minus one and a raise minus one and a half there you go uh hey Fanduel pga we're talking about it step up to the tee take a swing at betting the pga tour on Fanduel sportsbook right now new customers can bet the tour with a no sweat first bet and if you don't win you get up to a thousand dollars back in free bets. What kind of what kind of mm. lesson is that? Hey, you lost. Here's a thousand dollars. Well, do it because it has great promotions every day. Fanduel does. It's a safe and secure app, and you get paid fast. So see for yourself why Fanduel is America's number one sportsbook. Download the Fanduel sportsbook app. Sign up using promo code Against all Odds to get started with your no sweat first bet. Up to thousand dollars could be a player prop, could be a golfer to win. Could be a golfer to finish top 20. There's hundreds and hundreds of bets out there right there on FanDuel, the official betting operator of the PGA tour. Yeah. Use promo code against all odds. All right. I'm winded, so we need to take a break and we'll be back yeah. with golf expert Paul Kohors. All right, let's bring him in. Our guest. He's so dialed into the British Open this week that he's even set his clock to Scotland time eating haggis every meal. He loves a good foursome. He's the co-author of Club Pro Guys, <laughs> other black book, our good pal. Co- Paul Kohurst is here. I can't say your name. I can't say the British Open, right? It's not the British Open, right? It's just the Open. Now I
3: think that was like an argument people had a couple of years ago, but that's over now. Everyone's finally cooled off and said, let's all get together. You say the Open Championship, say British Open. It's cool either way.
0: Okay. But who was getting mad at the Scottish? I mean, because the tournament is in Scotland um, about half the time, right. Or maybe less, but
3: I think it was, I think it was kind of like keyboard, like woke golf keyboard warriors. Really. I don't think anyone really cared all (laughs) that much, but you know, Personally, I don't take my word for it. I was up late drinking weed soda and betting on rugby. Uh, so I'm- <laughs> okay.
2: Good man, Paul. Good, bu- good man. That's a reference. Yeah, That's a way the to air. study, was- Paul. That's a way to study con- golf, Paul.
0: Harry was confessing sins off the air. No, there you go. That's a call back <laughs> to that.
2: Uh, there you go. All right. So it is the Open.
0: It's this week. Hey, before we get to the Open, did you see this Tony Romo this past weekend, Paul? I mean, that was, he, he is something else. Uh, we, Paul, kid and I, mm-hmm. uh, we adore him, obviously, as a quarterback of the Cowboys, former quarterback. We think he's one of the top athletes we've ever seen. If you put his basketball skills and his football skills and now uh, his great golfing skills. What I want to ask you, though, is um, Jack Nicholas said, supposedly, that Marty Fish was the greatest non-pro golfer he's ever seen. Really? Um could it? Oh, you're laughing at that already. Who, who <laughs> first of all, who's yours? Who's your best non pro golfer you've ever seen?
3: Boy, that is such a deep cut. I mean, um, <laughs> I, geez, I, I, I can't think of that one offhand. I would go with Steph. I mean, you have I to
0: kind it. of go by this tournament, unless there's some guy in the uh, the Adirondacks who just never we never heard of, but no, boy. and there are those, right?
3: But, and there were those runs when, like, Jack, Ro- Jack Roden or, you know, these guys, these, these kind of, like, old-timey hockey players were, like, dominating it for, like, the 2000s and all that. Those guys are pretty fantastic. Yeah. I know Smoltz is a real player. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, what Romo's done, and now the Romo's, you know, kind of repeated attempts on the, on the, um, uh, yeah. the, the former Nike tour and his t- attempts to qualify mm-hmm. for the U.S. Open. I mean, he's, he's a stick. He's a legit stick. Um, but I think we have. Seen I mean, I kind think of in that.
0: five years he could make. He'll make the claim. I mean, Parly kid. The three years leading up to his retirement, he came in second in this tournament. Now I know there's a lot of jokers mm-hmm. in this tournament too, like the Miz. It doesn't give a shit. He's sure. picking his ball up halfway through it, right? But but there's some legitimate golfers who are serious about it. The three years leading up to his retirement came in second. Then he won it the first two years after his retirement, and then he won it this year. Come on, coach, just say it's Romo. What does it hurt you? What do you care?
3: It's, it's gotta be Romo. I know I'm still, I'll there stick you with go. you on Romo. I saw him, um, at the, uh, yeah. I saw him hit balls. I watched him hit balls for about 30 minutes at the, um uh, at and a couple of years ago and he flushes it. He, he, he yeah. flushes it. He, it's definitely, you can tell he's a top flight amateur. Like you can see like, Oh, he was a former D one player. He's that good.
0: Yeah. All right. Good. I'm glad we settled that. Now, the other thing we were talking about is bucket list golf courses we'd want to go to. Is this old course right up there for you or have you you've been there already?
3: I haven't been there already. I mean, a bucket list in terms of attainable courses, it's got to be up there. You know, very few of us are ever mm-hmm. going to play Augusta National are going to play Pine Valley. I mean, this one is a course you show up, you knock on the Starter window, and if you win the lottery that day, you can play the course. And so it is, is that the attain- right? yeah. yeah, it's it is a public golf course. It's closed to the public most Sundays because there's people literally having picnics on the golf course because it's it's owned by the community. <laughs> so it mm-hmm. truly is a course that it should be on everyone's bucket list. It's the home of golf. It has so much um, it has so much uh, what happened on that course and everything from agronomy to course design has literally trickled throughout golf history. So it really is a place to you, – you go there and pay homage to the start of the game and what it's become because you can find so many of its, of its roots go directly back to the old course.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Uh, Harry's got a tear in his eye after that. Or maybe it's some weak, weak <laughs> yeah, soda <I> was, <laughs> splashed up on his face. I'm not sure. Uh, they, now, the, the one knock, though, on the on the course is that they've made it too easy. Like it used to be very, very tight. It always like the winning scores like minus four, minus five. Now, as I mentioned to the fellas, since the turn of the century, the, the winning scores average sixteen under. Is it too easy? Did they overcompensate?
3: Well, I think the course has demanding. uh, will, will be demanding in a certain way. It it causes you to you have to really pick a route. You really have to take certain bunkers into effect. Into play, like, how am I going to attack this bunker? I can't ignore it. If you ignore it, you'll wind up in it. And you know those bunkers there, you're hmm. penalized for it. But that said, I mean, the, the, the biggest difference, and it comes down to the, uh, the players who hit the ball too far, they have pieces of four different golf courses to make up this course that they play for uh, for this tournament. They have one of the one of the greens is basically like a putting green from another from another course. They have placed mm. tees on the out of bounds areas. They have they, they have to basically have Frankenstein together other golf courses to make a playable course that these guys won't shoot 25, 26 under on because it's right. just too short. The ball just goes too far, especially a hard, crispy mm. course that we're going to see this week.
0: Right. And it's one of the longer ones, right? 7,300 yards. That's yeah. uh, so it, it favors the boppers except, uh, except for the bunker play. And then you have to take that. I don't down, necessarily
3: right? think it does because I, I because really? those you're going to be, these, these guys are going to be able to hit um more added. Uh, and a lot of these guys are adding um, twos and three irons and driving iron to speak, because this, this course is going to be so hard and crispy. You're going to be able to hit What the hell does that mean,
0: crispy, hard and crispy?
3: Hard and crispy. Harry's getting
0: hungry. It's not even lunch yet.
3: It hasn't been real. AFC Salmon. There was a little bit of rain today. It hasn't been raining. There's videos. Ah, If you've been on Instagram, you can literally see the guys bouncing the ball in the fairway and coming back up to hip height. It's it's a rock hard golf course right now.
0: Interesting. All right. All right. So uh, let's get to the odds because that's what's important here. Rory is the favorite at 10 to one. Xander uh, Schauffele, 14 to one, won the Scottish Open a few days ago. Jordan Spieth, 15 to one. Ramen Scheffler, 16 to one. And Tiger, because we have to mention it, 65 to one. Let's get this out of the way. He's not winning it, Bob. So you could bet uh, you could bet him to make the cut or whatever you want. But uh, and he won in 2000, 2005. But is there a Tiger bet worth taking other than to not make the cut?
3: Well, I say put five bucks on it. And if he wins, you can buy yourself a nice $320 mm. bottle of scotch just for the heck of it. You know, if <laughs> okay. you really want to bet Tiger, I've been playing, um, I've been playing the Thursday round one plays a lot and he's playing with mm. Fitzpatrick who was overheard yesterday, complaining about how bad his lag putting was on the, uh, on the putting green. And he's playing with yeah. Homa, who openly worships Tiger. And we know how difficult it is to play with Tiger and it's going to be Insanity out there, so I could see a situation where Homa and Fitzpatrick are overwhelmed. Tiger's real adrenaline. Any, he, and he beats them in the first round. It's plus two ninety on Tiger in the first round. But I really can't find too many bets out there that 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 I feel are good uh, long term uh, wealth, uh, long term wealth management hmm. investments. I think more like, uh, boy, that was, sure would be nice to win that one, but right, money you yeah. won't see back.
0: There you go. That's good. I'm I'm glad you broke it down like that. Manage expectations. All right, so let's get to your pick. Uh, I don't know if we want to call this a favorite, but who's your pick to win? Uh, Let's start off, and we'll get from uh, all the fellas.
3: Well, I'm going to start out with Cam Smith just because I like the odds the best. All those guys at the top, you can make a pretty good case for them based on performance and the courses, form going in, how they've looked throughout the year. Um, But I, I like Cam Smith just because the price is really good. It's 22 to 1. Uh, he had a great performance at Augusta and there's a really nice correlation between solid play at Augusta with performance at the US Open at the, the Open Championship when played at St. Andrews. So It's a really nice correlation there. Um, he made a ton of birdies that event. I think the one thing that a guy is going to have to do to win this event is you have to make a ton of a ton of birdies, you know, and he just has the second most birdies on tour he made 24 birdies at Augusta. He's a great chipper. He's one of the world's best putters. He could have won the PGA Championship this year if he putted well. It's kind of off the radar how poorly he putted for a characteristically great putter. And he could have won that event. So I think he's going to make a ton of birdies. His driving can be a little bit suspect. And he will hit some of those, maybe some gorse, maybe hit some of those pot bunkers. But I think he's going to make enough birdies to make up for all those chip outs he will have to do. And I think that price is great. That he's, I think, the ninth favorite, the 10th favorite at 22 to one. I would personally have him in the top three or four favorites. So I think the price is better than any other of the top guys.
0: I don't know if he's top three or four cams, to be honest with you. We talked about that. Uh, well, bet the world's greatest cam golfer. But uh, I all mean, right. OK, we'll keep why that is the
3: why is the best cam? Uh, I know they next should have year, it already.
0: Yeah, come on, Fandle. Get your shit together. All right, uh, we lost Harry, which is good. Uh, Parley Kidd, <laughs> you've been good at this. Now, let me let me remind you, Koki, you're supposed to be the expert here. These three guys, Harry's no longer with us, like I said, but they had the top three uh, for the U.S. Open, right? Dare, you had Fitzpatrick. Bri, you had Zalatoris yep is that right and harry yep. had who the hell was it um sheffler i can't sheffler right that was one two and three that's crazy i had lowry that was terrible watch him win this but go ahead paulie kid you've had the uh most luck well, with well, this or well you've paul, done this. i got
1: great news for you this i got great news for paul guess who i'm riding yeah. with cam, cam smith, smith. The, the, which means there's a very good chance he's winning i've hit so many winners over the last year <laughs> all uh, right and you said it all um yeah, I, everything Paul said. Look, Cam Smith's a great value here at 22 to 1. Uh, I just, this whole crispy course thing, though, worries me a little bit. I think for any golfer, I, I'm, I'm yeah. guessing, you know, I know he's pretty good at the scrambles and stuff like that, uh, Cam Smith. Uh, and uh, look, he's, he's played pretty good golf. He won money for me last week. I had him to finish uh, in the top 20, so he didn't win much. But mm. he finished strong in the Scottish Open
3: yep.
1: uh, last week. So I'm thinking that carries over. And uh, look, he's one of the top golfers. What is he? Uh, I forget what his standings are right now, but he's a top 10 ranked golfer. So um, 22 to one for a guy that uh, plays yeah. w- is going to probably translates to playing well in this course. Let's ride with him, Paul. No doubt. I, don't know, no doubt. I didn't
0: know the Augusta thing. I didn't know the Augusta thing. That's interesting. That's, a, that's the course you look to. Usually you look to other European courses, right? And like, oh, Scottish and this, but that's a real thing or you made that up?
3: That is a real thing. And, you know, I'll, I'll add, I think it. I'll, I'm not exactly off the top of my head. I, I was believe nine of the last ten Open Championship winners had had a top three finish at Augusta. So wow, that was what? the core of it.
1: Nice. Right, that
0: you made up. That you made.
3: That That's, you that's made. a great right.
1: stat. That's a great stat. That's a great stat. All right. All right. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, I and, could and, say and I'll, too. I'll Add one All more. Right.
3: I like Cam as the top rest of the world player. Plus five fifty on right. Fanduel. He's got to beat Neiman, right. Matsuyama. Louis who's not playing well, and eh. I mean, I like uh-huh. that. I like that play
4: a lot as well. All right, now, brother, Brian, just do it. You like Cam Smith? Oh, well, I liked him in prior tournaments. Yeah, and like Paul was saying, he, he did a poor job putting um, that one time. That cost me. I gave him out. I think the first time Paul was on. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I'm gonna go. With, I'm going with Jordan Spieth at fifteen one. I was actually hoping you could get him. Typically in these tournaments, at one point you can get him for like eighteen to one. I know he's one of the favorites, but he is one of the best links players. He has four top ten finishes at the Open. Uh, he's never in the last eight seasons. He's never finished worse than thirty six. He finished second here, second last year at the Open. I uh, won it in twenty seventeen, and and the thing was, like partly, kid saying with Cam Smith last week, he had a chance of winning the Scottish Open until he fell apart, and like the on those few holes on Sunday. So he had been, you know, he's been playing well leading up to this. So his style plays well. So I just liked him at 15 to one. I was hoping for better odds, but, uh, but I'll take it.
2: All right, Harry, bring it home. Yep. I'm going to do Louis Oyshazen at 40 to one. Wow. You can't get better than what he's done in his two British <laughs> opens at St. Andrews, uh, a win and a playoff loss. He's ranked top 10 in fairways hit greens and regulation. His game is perfect for the old course. Last year uh, uh, in the Open, he finished third at St. George's. He played in the Live Tour a couple of weeks ago in Portland for a tune-up of playing. He finished fifth there, so he played well there. Um, so I like <laughs> Louis O at 40-1, to one, plus also top 30 at plus 130. Three straight Opens, he's finished in the top 30.
0: Why'd you say wow? What'd you say there? What you, you, don't, you don't like that one? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I left my <laughs> body from the Did I say wow? Oh, I know <laughs> you said wow. Louis. O. No, well, I I mean, maybe probably it's did. just the sight of Harry. I'm not sure. No, yeah.
3: I probably <laughs> did. Uh I, I look at the bold call. I, I think there's I think you can put um action on like a few of those ex champions. I mean, uh, because if you like the narrative plays, there's a lot of good narrative plays out there and guys the Adam Scott, uh Louis Tazen, mm-hmm. um Louis
2: Scott uh, Scott's played great there too.
3: And so there are some guys in that, you know, the late thirties, you know, who are, it's a shot maker's course, you know, it's not, this course doesn't necessarily, you don't necessarily need to be a bomber. So I'm surprised that that was the first pick, but uh, I'm not going to, I'm not going to kill Harry for it.
1: All right, hey, Paul. Um, um, yeah, wind going to be a factor uh, in the, in this tournament here. Is <gasps> wind normally a factor here? Uh,
0: it seems like uh, one of the days that usually is right. I mean, just it looks in, like in Thursday past. and yeah.
3: Friday. Looks like th- I was looking to see if there's going to be a big um, advantage with the draw, and it doesn't seem to be a big advantage of the draw. It's pretty consistent. A uh, Thursday, about fifteen hour, fifty mile per hour winds coming in the same direction. The only thing I saw was okay. late Friday. There's a th- there's a switch of the wind. And that can maybe have a little bit of effect on that draw. Because what happens is the course plays its link style course. You play one direction out, one direction in. And that, so yeah. if if the course flips, you could pretend, the wind flips, you could potentially be playing into the wind for the entire round, which would be Good a stuff. huge disadvantage for some players. But it doesn't Good look stuff. to be a huge a huge uh, advantage to the draw or disadvantage to anyone's draw. But maybe taking a look at that Friday afternoon, those Friday afternoon pairings is, is, is worthwhile because they may have to play into two, may have to play into the win for their entirety of their round. Twice.
0: So bet bet the over on some of these uh, scores. I thought it'll be factored in a little bit, right? Or maybe we just don't tell Fandle about it. It'll be our secret. <laughs> we'll we'll yeah. nail the overs. All right. I'm going uh, Patrick Cantley twenty four to one. It's funny we all talk about him. Like when we don't have him, he does well. Well, now yeah. I have him. So he's going to probably shit the bet. He doesn't have a great track yeah. record for majors. He didn't make the cut in the open last year, but he finished tied for fourth last week at the Scottish open Four straight tournaments inside the top 14 and guys, he's a reigning FedEx champion. Does that make anything to you? No, that really doesn't Harry, right? Uh, his putting stats. Well, the now,
2: not really. No, I
0: guess not. <laughs> top five on the tour putting over his last 50 rounds. And I'm stealing this stat from somewhere in the last 12 rounds. He played, uh, fourth in birdie or better percentage, 16 greens in regulation, and fifth in strokes gained on par fives. Those all seem important. He's an excellent scrambler. Explain to these knuckleheads what that means, uh, callers. What What is excellent scrambler? Your ability
3: to mean? get up and down when, and for par when you've missed green. Yeah,
0: yeah. that's all. That's simple. Uh, also, plus 270 to finish in the top 10. So I like Cantley. I like all those numbers for him. All right, uh, give us another one.
3: Well, by the way, speaking of Cantley, you know the one thing that the, that the, all these announcers love to say is is oh, the hardest the hardest major to win is your first major. And I think it's actually right. maybe the hardest major to win is the second major because it's, I don't know this stat, but it's like eighteen out of the last twenty five major winners are like first timers. Mm-hmm. So all these guys, so there's plenty mm-hmm. of guys who win one major and then it feels like they move into a gated community and buy a Bentley and then like, oh, I'm all set, <laughs> yes. you know? Right. So it feels like harder to win that second major and Cantlay, you know, he mm. hasn't done it. So he's as hungry as probably anyone out there to to get that done. Oh,
2: Interesting. so next, all right. next play I like. Why is Paul mentioning Ken, So I don't know.
0: I don't know. Uh, he just sh- he shit on my bed and he shit on our friend Ken with the Bentley. I'm not sure. Okay, go ahead. What, what else do you like? Um,
3: so uh, this play really stood out to me. How uh, Tong Lee, um, as per top Asian player, he's had really good form at the course. He's 25 under in his six rounds of the old course um, in the, the Dunhill championship. He recently won the Euro Tories, Euro played really well in the majors. Um, he finished third in the Open Championship in 2017 and he's made cuts in all four of the majors over the last few years. He's plus 650 for top Asian player and uh his form has been excellent. He loves that course. I think that's a really great price. He's also plus 10,000 mm. to win. I really like him as a as a long shot. Um right. because I, because it's he it, it really is uh, you know a horse for that course and um I think that, mm. I think a lot of the 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 top player I'd really worry about there is, is uh, Hideki Matsuyama and his putting is so questionable and putting is mm-hmm. definitely uh, the long putting is so much pressure on this course that I think that how Tong Lee could really, um, I think it's a great play at plus six fifty.
0: Harry, you made a note. You definitely
2: grunted or something. I know you've had your, um, your woes. Ha- with- Harry has Absolutely. a
3: history. With I
1: just, Lee. just have, I have I a
2: know. little history with how Tong <laughs> Lee, uh, when me the, and the brothers went to the PGA Championship, how many years ago, D? Uh,
4: uh, what was that? Three four, years ago? Uh, four?
2: Four years I think ago. Was, Paul, me and uh, me and Ken went there with the... Uh, with the uh, I was there with Ken and uh, went with the guys one day to the Beth golf. Page. And, uh, yeah. at Beth Page. Uh-huh. And, uh, and he was staying at where Ken and I were staying, so I happened to see him walk by me, and then just for shits and giggles, I started, uh, I started pranking his uh, room. LAUGHTER <laughs> And, his, and, he, and, he, and he goes around with his mother. It's a, he's, he goes around with his mother's with him, and his mother answered the phone and put him on the phone. And uh, whatever,
3: <laughs> well. As why long, did you I pick long. him? is he the only one at the, <laughs> the hotel?
1: <laughs> he knew which room he was in. Harry knew oh, which yeah, room he was yeah, in, I so it yeah.
2: made it easy. Yeah. Do you know what uh, hotel he's staying oh, in
3: this week, Harry? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, really. Stay away. We, we have so money on him this week, Harry. We saved the best possible Hilton in Long Island that week. There you go. Still a dog. All right. All right, Harry. Uh,
0: Go ahead. Jump in there. What's your uh, long shot? Or you have a prop or what do you got?
2: I have a prop first. I I got a prop and I'm going to go one of my arch rivals here, arch nemesis. I'm going to take Sergio Garcia. It's your arch rival. He has no idea who the hell you are. (laughs) In terms of betting, he is. He usually doesn't come through for me. But, Paul, I'm going to take Garcia top 40 at plus 150. Since 2013, Sergio has made the cut in the Open every year except 2018, finished 19th in St. George's last year. Also since 2013, he has finished inside the top 40 eight of 10 Opens, and that includes finishing 6th at St. Andrews in 2015. And in fact, the 42-year-old Garcia has played in four total Opens <laughs> at St. Andrews and has finished in the top 40 in all four, finishing 5th, 6th, 14th and 36th. 22 years ago, Sergio, do not let me down this week, dude.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate Sergio. Yeah, in general. I do, too. But in general. Numbers in general. do not
2: lie. Numbers don't lie. I hate them, too. Now, Paul, you're going to bet Top
0: Spaniard, right? Somewhere in there? Didn't you yeah, tell me you want? I'm to actually
2: going to bet Top. I actually
3: was fading Sergio. I mean, he was so upset at the live the tour that the, he – he he wanted to change yeah. his team name from the fireballs to something else. Like he's literally this guy's worrying about <laughs> that. I think he is, I think he is what I was talking about earlier, full in the gated community, does not give an F anymore. Mm. Top Spanish player, Rom is minus 150 <laughs> over Sergio That's and Audrey Rahm. Arnaz. Yeah. Arnas has been playing poorly. I mean, to me, that that I love. It's a little bit of a high price to pay, but I think. I think that's a no-brainer. I mean, Sergio, I do no, think that's not he has gone.
4: So that's your I, I, bet. That's your bet. Yeah, so. I no,
0: I, I love top span. Well, it's it's top Spaniard. <laughs> uh, Fandle has it as top Spanish player. I like I like the word Spaniard. But no, I've I've bet Rom at like minus one eighty for this. Um, and uh, and when Serge goes away, he's probably going to be minus two twenty, right? Like when when, when these teams uh, and some of these um no doubt. majors that do away with the live golfers for sure. All right, so that's Harry's uh, rival. And he's betting them, so uh, keep track of that, Uh, Brian. What do you have for a prop?
4: Yeah, I'm going Xander over Justin Thomas at minus one twenty two. I thought Xander would actually be a bigger favorite here because, like, the odds probably don't make sense, right? Because Xander's fourteen to one to win, JT's twenty two to one to one. Yet this matchup Mm -hmm. is kind of a pick 'em here, and you Mm -hmm. know, Xander Xander just couldn't be playing better, right? Back to back wins, seven straight top twenty finishes, four top fives in that span with three wins. You know, JT had been playing pretty well, but he's I mean, he was awful last week. Right. Going 10 over. He withdrew from the travelers because of his back. They're still saying his back might be bothering him. So that can't be a good sign. I mean, obviously, normally you wouldn't get 22 to one for JT. It's normally, you know, maybe like 12 to one here. But I I just the way Xander's playing right now, I think he should be a, a bigger favorite over Justin Thomas in this.
0: You like that card? I think we're we we might be discounting Xander. I mean, uh, top ten, top five. Mm-hmm. If you don't like him to win, because it seems uh, it's not a sexy bet, especially after last week. Um, should we be betting him top ten? Well, should we be betting him um, personal matchups like against JT?
3: Well, he hasn't only won two in a row. He's kind of won three in a row. In between the last two wins, he you know uh, you know he won this uh, JP McManus two day pro am. I mean, he is so on yeah. fire. Xander is so on fire. It's incredible. And um and the thing is his form reminds me of what we had with Shuffler earlier this year. Where, where people were hesitant to bet Shuffler going into the Masters, just like, oh, my gosh, this guy won the week – his last event, he's won like two weeks before that. Mm-hmm. Can you win that many times in a row? And and we have a recent study to say that these young guys, like, yeah, they can win that many weeks in a row. So I love Xander. uh I love Xander if in, in each way's bet, if you can play that way, so top five and a win. But uh, I, I yeah. think Xander's a great play. For the, I would like to have him – I think the price is fair to win, but I, I like that play. And, and I was also fading JT a little bit.
0: Really nice. Right, Harry, that, if if anyone should be your um, rival, as you say, or nemesis, it should be Xander. Didn't you have him to win a major last year Parlay yeah. with every single bet you made? <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I needed I needed it for $4,000. Yeah, I needed <laughs> I go. mean, uh, that's true. And he, and he was close and he was close hey, Harry, Eighth, right, sixth,
1: third, you know. Two two yeah. months ago, two months ago, you swore off ever betting him again, right? And then since then, he hasn't lost pretty much, yeah, that's right? It. Yeah, he's been on fire. He's been yeah, on he's fire. A-
0: <laughs> he can't find out what room he's staying in. That's the problem. All right, Paulie Kid, give us a give us a prop here. Well,
1: yeah, I'm gonna just stay. I'm keeping it simple here for myself because unlike Harry with, with the Garcia pick, I'm going with a player that has probably been uh, in terms of me winning golf money is actually the first guy I ever won money on. That's Webb Simpson. Uh, mm. To finish in the top forty here in this tournament, uh, in his last three uh, six starts, he's had three top thirty finishes. He's Mister Consistent to me. He hasn't been especially great this year so far, uh, but he usually rises to the occasion in these type of tournaments. At plus one eighty five, I'm showing a little Pretty loyalty good. to my boy Webb. Yeah. I've,
0: uh, I'm making a similar bet here for a top 30. Gary Woodland. Didn't you have mm. him, Paulie? Kidd, did you have him in 2019 for the U.S. Open? Wasn't that like one of your wins? I had,
1: I had Woodland in something at one time. Uh, I, 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 won I, I,
4: I won with The, the last time I he was won, good. Like he won, so I had like Then that one just year. fell off right. the face of the earth, did. I felt that. like, for a while. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, he had a basketball scholarship to play at um, Washburn That's in right, Kansas. Kansas. Well, yeah. You knew that and then he huh. uh he suited up and he's pl- I think I don't know if they played Kansas or scrimmaged and he's like, F this. I'm I'm going back <laughs> to golf. These guys are too big and, and fast. But uh tied mm. for 30 last week at the Scottish Open. He slipped a little, he was in the top ten after Thursday. And I kind of think that's what's going to happen here Uh, because he's been a little bit inconsistent, but I think we see a strong start from him and then he's in contention, maybe even late Saturday and drifts, but still falls in the top 30. You get two to one odds for this, similar to your bet there with Webb Simpson, Paulie kid. He's accumulated seven top 25 finishes in 13 events, finished 10th at the 22 U S open three weeks ago. So uh, I like Gary Woodland top 30. All right. Those are our props. What else you got? Uh,
3: Well, I got one more that I really like, and it's a bit of a high price, but I have I've done really well on the Thursday, the three-ball plays with you guys I think I hit in the U.S. Open, hit in the PGA Championship. Mm-hmm. This one's a high mm-hmm. price, but boy, this feels like a a wooden dick. Ryan Fox, <laughs> minus 250 <laughs> over Calcavecchia and a young Australian player named Jediah Morgan, who's had two live tour starts, he came in thirty second, and he had a DFL in Portland. Uh, oh man, Fox I'm
0: going to bet this. Been, I know I'm going to.
3: Fox yeah, know. is phenomenal. This is for- Fox has three yeah. seconds and a third in his last six uh, DP World European Tour events, and he won a few uh-huh. weeks before that. This Fox is a really, really good player. Uh is a non-factor. I mean, he will not. He yeah. will probably not shoot in the seventies it's it's he's it's clearly a farewell to the open for a past champion and this australian player is a hundred percent out of his out of his uh elements in this venue. uh he won once an mm. the tour and um somehow maybe he's handsome i don't We're know how, how he has a good q score somehow got invited on the live tour right but i love this play <laughs> it's a big price to pay but i i think it's uh i, I like this play
0: interesting all right that's the wood dick bet of the week. We need to get that sponsored, <laughs> I
2: think. I really like that.
0: You like Fox? You like Fox? He's uh, right. been uh, good
2: too, but I got, I got one. I got another one. I got a long shot here ahead. for uh for Paul. See yeah. if he likes it. How about the best Polish player in the world, Paul? Adrian, Adrian Maroc. You know, a lot of people not a very popular guy, but plays mostly on the European <laughs> Tour. He did win two weeks ago at the Irish Open, all four rounds in the 60s. Uh, last thirteen tournaments, seven <laughs> top tens. You can get him top twenty at five to one, top forty at two to one. All right. he has yeah, he's no been in good. Apparently. He's been in
3: good form, and yeah, he's been in good form. And I like that play. You know, the, the the fun thing about this tournament, and I love this tournament. And I, and I, I already, I already did my little uh, bit praising the golf course. I'm really savoring this event because there's so many changes coming into the world <laughs> of golf. You know, we don't know if the live players are going to play, play in this event. There's whispers. This could be tiger's last event, the golf performer known Mm, as Phil Mickelson. We don't know what his set status is in the future. I'm wearing my ducks Mm. hat because I'm saying farewell to the pac 12, which is a heartbreaking things change. This could be our last major in this as we know it. So to that point, uh, I, 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 I relish the new, oh, and one, so my point was one of the things I relish is you see these players that you haven't really heard of compete at the top of the leaderboard at this event. And it's so much fun. You wake up at 7am half the golf's already been been played. There's a guy you've never heard of in first place. It's awesome. And so I couldn't be more excited
2: for this. Moronk, Moronk and Fox have been battling it out, Paul, the last, couple, last month of you. I, yeah. I, I'm up at 6 in the morning <laughs> watching European tour on Sundays. Moronk and Fox have yeah. been on top of the leaderboard like the last month. There are
0: no Polish players, and you're, and you're betting him at minus 750. Is that the joke? I don't know. I'm not sure. How many Polish players are there in this tournament? He's the oh, only tournament. one. <laughs> you're an idiot. Uh, all right. Um, well, move, oh, what oh, about Paul, that real oh, quick? Real quick. side. Go
2: ahead. yeah. By the way, Paul, aside from the uh, open, the Barracuda. I'm going to give you three oh, names. Yeah. The Barracuda is in Tao. I'm going to give you All three right. names. I'm going to go Nick Hardy at 20 to 1, Hurley Long 37 to 1, Doc Redmond 60 to 1. Wide open tournament.
1: You don't, I don't like have to
2: Redman.
0: respond. Don't respond to that.
1: I got you one question to. for Paul. Then this will yeah. be a much better question than uh, <laughs> <laughs> what well, happened. i ready, I already I I put this parlay in. I'm going to read you the names. Uh, it's a two make the cut parlay. Yeah. Please tell me which guy will not make the cut out of these five: Fitzpatrick, Scheffler, Lowry, Thomas, McElroy. Plus one fourteen, guys, to to have those. Uh, uh, Thomas, shot, ten, over. Thomas shot ten over. I used to love these
0: ten and I, I'm so bad at these. Uh, I, I gave him up. Oh, go, ahead. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. Maybe JT. JT. Okay. Maybe. But
1: ten, over, right. ten over I, I, last week. I like week. that
3: play. I think it's a good play. You do all right. It's been, it's was one, was was. It G, looks like guys. a no-brainer. It's like,
1: oh, yeah, this is obvious. It does. It seems,
3: seems so easy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to bet Alabama, Notre Dame, USC yeah. to win this week, and then uh, It's a, maybe, I maybe not say. USC, Oregon.
0: Well, tell it's me about a, Oregon. Uh, so, uh, first of all, the, it's top 60, including ties, right, for uh, U.S. Open? Is that what the cut is? You
3: know, that's a great – I think uh, that's I, what I, it is. Yeah. yeah, I think that's – yeah, I think that's – I'm reading it here.
0: I don't know. Who knows? You got to trust Wikipedia on this shit. Um, uh, what about Oregon? Was this a, I mean, you know, I've talked to people like, you know, like the Matt Leinerts of the world, um, they pretend it's devastating, but they know it's good for like USC and UCLA. Do you, what do you, you need Oregon to leave now, right?
3: Well, you, you do And Oregon. I, I mean, Oregon is going to, Oregon has a lot of appeal to any conference that wants it. I mean, just the Phil Nike money—you know—having Uncle Phil and the team on board would be pretty desirable from right. a, almost any conference. But all this stuff feels like a temporary solution. We're—we're—we're. We're, we're, yeah. This is—we're in this weird, awkward phase. Something else is going to be worked out in the next five years or so. I think the entire landscape of college football and how it's structured will totally change. It's just going to be in this weird, this weird phase for a while until something maybe more permanent because it's not sustainable to have these teams like Rutgers playing USC, you know, and I, uh, ugh, yuck.
0: <laughs> well, what, uh, you have no excuse though. I mean, you have to run the table this year. I mean, you might not be good enough to get a, a playoff berth, but you have to, you have to go
3: zero 11 well- and 0. 12 well, all, whatever I, it well, it, well, when it works out, because because it doesn't happen until I don't think it happens this, this season. So it's not until next. That's season. true. It's next yeah. year.
0: Right. It's next year. Right. So but anyway, well, yeah. Utah is actually the one that's giving you trouble anyway. Yeah, they, it, they have. That.
3: But we've also had some success against Utah. But, yeah, the Ducks are, you know, the Ducks yeah. don't rebuild. They just reload. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> there you go. All right. Uh, before we say goodbye to Paul,
3: <laughs> what did
0: uh, you have a I question for him, babyface?
4: I know. You oh know. yeah, just one more question. You know, Paul is such an expert, so I was curious,
3: what do he thinks is more fried: the St. Andrews course or Harry right now? Oh my lord! <laughs> That's a really good question. <laughs> I, I I go um, I go plus one twenty five Harry.
2: <laughs> boy, joe lately joe, joe lately's turning into jim Cunningham against me. i like Gee. that i like that he goes after you
0: by the way i just realized why uh the dutch mooc won't pull the trigger on uh romo being the best non-pro golfer because he wants to say his boy steph curry is and it's just not the case bullshit maybe the best dancer on the course but no he's he's not even top 100 i don't think
3: well, Alfonso Ribeiro is the best celebrity dancer.
2: Apparently, he just goes and a
3: and Carlton dance. Like, really? People still want to see that? But uh, yeah. yes, uh, yeah.
2: But I do. Look, guy is an age in thirty eight. <laughs> guy does an age. Either.
3: I will say, Steph. Uh, you know, Steph did play in one of the matches. You know, the the the, the, the you know, those made for yeah, TV events, suck. and did not play well. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I think Steph does have the, the gauntlet uh, is definitely in um, Romo's possession, and and Steph would need to win it back.
0: Yeah, you think Carson? We know both know Carson Dale. If he had stuck with it, he, I mean, he could have been right up there. Actually, he did win a tournament, right? Didn't he win one two years he ago? Won the, Not this one. He
3: won the AT, he won the arguably the uh, probably the bigger pro am, which is the AT and T Pebble really? Beach Pro Am. He did yeah. win that. Pebble yes. Beach. Yeah, yeah. I caddied for him Did you play with him? I caddied yeah. for him oh, one year. In that we got really bad weather and baby doll. Yeah. You know, well, that's a baby doll story. Ahead, so a, it, for, uh, well, I, I, I'm a former pebble beach caddy. I caddied there for years. I actually know the golf course really well. I can tell you where to hit. I can yeah. read the greens there. I know that course, uh, like the back of my hand. <laughs> so I caddy for him. So then baby <laughs> doll finds out it we're, 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 you know, doing football at Jimmy's one day and baby <laughs> doll finds out, yeah. you're like, you like Carson, you let the, you know, you let the kid caddy for you. Like, why don't you let me do it? So the next year. Baby doll's in his ear for the whole year saying, Let me caddy for you. So he he <laughs> lets he Baby doll convinces him to let him caddy. Apparently he had to right. drag him around the course for three freaking days. <laughs> and it was such a disaster yeah. that I got lumped in Cigarette butts everywhere. Yeah. Yes. I got yes. <laughs> ashing on the 18th green. I got lumped into the whole, probably the whole people I know can't caddy for me. And since then, he's gone with the local caddy uh, uh, in my oh, home. I think he actually maybe awesome. had a couple other friends do it, but he kind of then it kind of became, well, if you let this guy, buddy do it, this buddy do it. And, and, and gotcha. so unfortunately, um, the, uh, Damn my gravy baby trained. Doll.
2: Uh, <laughs> Isn't ashing on 18th tradition, uh, Paul? That, I mean,
3: some courses, yes. I, that'd be fine. What do you that's get? What, what, what do you
0: what do you make uh, for caddying uh, at Pebble Beach?
3: When I did it, so, I, you know, I left for Hollywood in the, in the late 90s, but it was about uh, <laughs> it was about uh, for two bags, you'd carry two bags for 18 holes. You would make about 150 bucks, so about 75 a bag. Now it's insane. I think those guys are making somewhere in the range of 250 a bag. So $500 for really? five hours, wow, for five that... hours work. Yeah. Would wow. Harry be able to make it
0: 18 holes with two bags? Um, Definitely not.
3: Pebble beach. No, but, but some courses, uh, yeah. Pebble beach would be, whew, yeah, that would be, a, that's a tough one. So,
2: is that 500? Is that 500 without tips? No, tip. that, 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 yeah. that
3: would be the whole kid caboodle pretty much.
0: No, I love it. All right. Well, there you go. We've, we've really talked about all of it and I'll get your bets offline unless you want to give them now. I'm going to give you $200 in free bets. Uh, like I did, I don't know what happened last You won. You won it. Go ahead. I'll make it.
3: I'll make, it, I'll make a you deal. You said 200. Let's go together. We'll go 250 on the Ryan Fox over Cal Quebec yet. And Jedi Morgan. Okay. How's that sound? All right. Uh, it deal sounds good. Lifetime. 250
0: to win a hundred. And then we'll, uh, we'll deal okay. with Friday and Saturday and Sunday. That's a Thursday bet, right?
3: That's a Thursday only bet. Yeah. My last okay. reminder, you know, I, I haven't hit, hit any winners on the, the picks here, but I've yeah, won- you don't
0: have to remind us. We know. <laughs> I've
3: been talking been on all these things. Follow me on, you guys will link me on Twitter when you put it up there. Uh, yeah. I'll be playing live on Sunday. Bet if you're if you're a golf fan, play it live because you can get such a better yeah. feel of how these guys are going. And in the morning, you're still getting yeah. five to one, six to one sometimes in some of these guys. Yeah. And so there's so really good. good return to be had. And it's fun to be yeah. live on if you're a place that can play it live or you can play it before the start of the round. So, uh, you know, definitely play it live if you can.
0: Uh, it's so much fun. There's not much left, also, so you have to <laughs> you have to play it live.
3: Um, <laughs> yep.
0: There you go. All right. So, uh, what else do we want to say? Oh, the book Club Pro guys, other black book. The co-author Paul Coors is here. Thank you for coming nice. on. Thank you, Spaghetti and Meatballs, Babyface, Joel Solomon, and the Degenerate Trifecta. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds. We will talk to you on Friday with Grant Hill. Say ya.